Welcome to the Static Podcast. I'm your host, Anthony T, and this is episode 57. Thanks for joining me on this Wednesday, April 27th, 2022, a day late on the release of this. I had some personal matters I had to attend to, but uh, I'm back. And with that, let us get into the first big distraction right now is uh, Elon Musk purchasing uh, Twitter. Now, Elon Musk is selling this like he will be restoring free speech to Twitter. And all you musketeers out there like are cheering him on. It, it doesn't matter. Twitter has been a liberal leftist cesspool for over seven years now. I haven't been on it seven years. And yes, they censored people. But what's going to happen now is those people aren't going to use it. Uh, the free speech people get on there and it'll just be, uh, you know, it, it'll be good. But I don't know if it's going to fix anything. They're, the leftists aren't going to listen to you or be there. They're going to go find their own thing now because that is human nature. People want to be with like-minded people. And they're not going to want to be on anywhere where there's opposing uh, arguments or opinions. They, they, you know, the only reason they like Twitter is because uh, they were starting to cancel people. If you said something that went against them, they would uh, make a stink and you would get banned or censored or shadow banned. That's it. They're not going to be there for free speech. The same thing will happen uh, like what happened with the uh, right or the conservatives that got banned from Twitter. They went and everybody, you had Getter pop up and... Um, what is it, Gab? And I don't know how Truth Social is doing, but they started their own uh, thing, Rumble. The, the locals, they started their own platforms to, to, to share their ideas. And now the left woke mob will do the same. They'll start some platform where they'll, you know, be with their own and that's it. And there'll be no fair discussion in this country. It's too polarized already. This is just Musk being a smart businessman and using the publicity to uh, make this deal happen. That's about it. It's it's all money for him. Now, moving on to a name we haven't heard in a while, Dr. Anthony Fauci. Out of just the news, it says, Fauci, U.S. is certainly out of pandemic stage of COVID-19. Dr. Anthony Fauci, the current country's top infectious disease expert, says the United States is certainly past the pandemic stage of fighting the coronavirus, though he acknowledged it continues in other countries around the world. Now, I don't know what it is with these articles, but a lot of them, when they talk about Dr. Anthony Fauci, they say the same thing. It's the country's top infectious disease expert. I don't think he's such a, t he might be the top, but I don't think he's no expert. I don't even know if he's the top expert or just because he's ahead of it all. But the way this whole thing went down, you have people getting their second boosters and they are still coming down with it. The article continues, Fauci, also President Biden's chief medical advisor, also said the U.S. was not going to eradicate this virus entirely and that the government should continue a practice of intermittently vaccinating people. Many Americans, he said, may have to get vaccinated annually for an unclear period of time in an effort to reduce the number of infections. That might be every year, that might be longer in order to keep the level low. But right now we are not in the pandemic phase in this country, he said. This, uh, this guy is unbelievable. I, I am not a doctor. This is like the joke where you go. the guy goes to the doctor and he's like, Doc, what are my chances? And he's like, it's a 50-50 chance. You might live, you might die. This is the same exact thing. He's not saying that maybe it's gone. He's saying maybe they have to do... Th they, this is the exact same thing. He's th What kind of expert is this guy? 
And the last sentence of that article, it says, we are not in the pandemic phase in this country. Um, I believe the definition for pandemic means like it's a worldwide thing. So if we're not in it, if we're not, we're not, nothing's going on here, then that means the whole world's not in it because that's what pandemic means. So how can some countries be in a pandemic and others not? Then it's not a pandemic by definition. Hmm. So give it up for your top infectious disease expert, America, with that great uh, advice. Also the highest paid government employee. Oh, one last thing. Uh, they're having the White House Correspondent Dinner this Saturday, and Dr. Fauci says he won't attend it due to coronavirus concerns. Ladies and gentlemen, I am not kidding you right now. You can go to justinnews.com, and there are two articles from today. The one that I just said that he says we're not in a pandemic phase anymore, and the next one that says he will not be attending the dinner this Saturday because of coronavirus concerns. I mean, what the... All right, anyway, moving on. So again, gas prices right now are not falling. They're still way above $4. And I just saw a gas station that had premium for above $5. So I don't think this... Uh, strategic reserve is helping us or i think they're selling it to somebody else because obviously our prices are not going down so there's some shenanigans going on and since summer's arriving here uh if you check the prices for vacations forget about it uh they're sky high also uh, a lot of people will be changing their vacation plans this year uh it's any deals that you do find they're very limited because they're taking up and the only thing that's left are you know an arm and a leg if you want to go anywhere and this is all due to all the money we printed last over the last three to four years. And this has nothing to do with Putin. This is all inflationary from overprinting money. And I came across an interesting uh, theory, or it's not a theory, but it, it seems pretty legit, uh, called the Triffin Dilemma. So here's a brief description. The Triffin Dilemma, or Triffin's Paradox, is the conflict of economic interests that arise when a nation's currency also serves as the international reserve currency. In this scenario, there could be different objectives between the short-term domestic policies and the long-term international policies. The Triffin Dilemma was first identified by Belgian-American economist Robin Triffin in the 1960s. As Triffin pointed out, the country whose currency foreign nationals wish to hold, the international reserve currency, necessarily needs to supply the world with a surplus in order to establish a risk-free reserve currency, foreign exchange reserves, thereby creating a trade deficit. In doing so, however, the supplier country becomes more indebted to foreign nationals until the risk-free asset ceases to be risk-free, thereby defeating the system. This is a conflict of interest because domestic citizens of that country would prefer to see trade gains. In other words, they don't want their country to be continually losing money, which in essence is what needs to happen to supply enough money for the international community's trade reserves. In the short term, a trade deficit does have an advantage for the countries that supply the currency. It legitimizes its product, the currency. But over the long run, continued deficits decrease value and credibility of the currency. The Triffin Dilemma happened to 
United States following World War II when the U.S. dollar was decided to be the international reserve currency. In 1959, the amount of U.S. dollars in circulation eventually exceeded the amount of gold backing them up. This resulted from a combination of money flowing out of the country through the Marshall Plan, the U.S. military budget, and the natural occurrence of Americans buying goods made overseas. So if you look at what's going on with inflation, it seems like we're in the death throes of this paradox happening right now. All the money we're printing, all the money we're giving to Ukraine right now, uh, we are an empire, basically. We've turned ourselves into an empire, and we, I, we've overextended ourselves, I believe. And this is a prime example of what happened to the Roman Empire and their collapse. You're just overextended. You have, your money is worthless our money also is worthless right now it's 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 and the only thing that's holding it up is that we have to buy oil with it everybody has to buy oil with it and now uh, russia is withholding natural gas from bulgaria and poland today because they did not or will not pay in rubles which they are requesting so once people have to start paying with other currencies the dollar is just going to collapse and that's going to be a big problem here in this country. And just as in the past, how the central banks told us we have to get off the gold standard to fix this, this time they'll probably tell us we have to move to a digital dollar to fix this. And that's, ladies and gentlemen, is when things go very, very bad again. But uh, Elon Musk bought Twitter, so we're all going to be saved, right? So that will do it for me for this episode of the Static Podcast. Thank you for listening. Uh, please reach me at staticpodcast.net. You can subscribe, donate. This is a value-for-value value podcast. You can stream sets. There are no advertisements here. There's too much truth over here, so you won't find any advertisements. Uh, thanks for joining me, and I will be back next week. All horror is in the rain. All horror is in the rain.